Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. President Duterte and other officials are accusing Vice President Lenny Robredo and her team of allegedly undermining government efforts during the typhoon. Sabi naman ng mga kaalyado ni Vice President Robredo, look who's talking. And an interesting report shows that even with the lockdown in place and limited transportation, fatal road accidents continued to rise. Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. At ako si Inday Espina Varona, it's November 20. Itong teka-teka, balita para sa mga hulis balita. Teka-teka, before we proceed, if you're listening to Teka-teka, then chances are you already also know about Puma Podcast. But please be aware that we have also now put Teka-teka on its own channel, wherever you podcast. So, if you want to binge just the news, please do follow Teka Teka. But, continue to follow Puma Podcast because as you know, marami tayong ginagawa na iba pang mga proyekto. I would like to give a caution to the Vice President. She made a blunder, a big one, and she practically lied, making her incapable of truth. Siguro naman narinig nyo na ito. There was President Rodrigo Duterte. He said that in a recorded speech aired on Tuesday night. He blamed Robredo for starting the hashtag, Nasaan ang Pangulo? You knew that there was a summit going on. And you had the goal to say, Nasaan ang Presidente? Robredo and her team are denying the accusations. In fact, if we are just talking about that hashtag, itong hashtag nasaan ang Pangulo, the reality is it's been around since the time of President Noynoy Aquino. Sa akin, kung sino man yung nagsisid sa presidente na false information, yun yung dapat hanapin. Kasi ako, ako sa, sa akin, parang nandiyabunga ako eh, from 2016. Kasi tinanggal ako sa cabinet, also based on false information. Yung information dati sa presidente, sumama daw ako sa rally uh, against the administration, which wasn't true at all. And it's happening again now. Well, aside from accusing VP Lenny of starting the hashtag, other members of Duterte's cabinet also accused the vice president of using a government plane when she visited Catanduanes. But they later apologized for releasing wrong information. When the camp of uh, BP Lenny issued a statement regarding the falsity of that information, <clears throat> I immediately checked with Secretary Delphine Lorenzana. I said, they're, they're uh, denying, so can you kindly check? And uh, he did. And he texted back and said, I think I got the wrong info. In other words, the information with respect to her writing the C-130 is obviously inaccurate because it's the relief goods that were brought there. 
Pero ang nakakalungkot talaga dito sa nangyari, Rob, is that it distracts people from the real issue. And that is the government's response to Typhoon's Ulysses and Raleigh. The conversation was again shifted to politics, when in fact a lot of families are still in dire need of help. That's true. One aspect of the crisis that needs attention is the situation in evacuation centers, for example. Paulit-ulit na nating naririnig sa mga reports na hindi nasusundan ang social distancing dito sa mga evacuation centers. At maraming tao ang kailangan ng mask kahit sa distribution ng relief goods. Marami talagang naguunahan at hindi na nasusundan ang mga health protocols. Tama ka rin. In Marikina, the local government had to conduct rapid coronavirus tests on evacuees after one of them tested positive. Hindi pa natin alam kasi ang dami-daming probinsya na nasalanta ng sunod-sunod, limang bagyo yata to, na dumating over a span of three weeks. Josa Quinones tells us more. Robbie Inday, isang 68-year-old ang nag-positive for COVID-19 sa isang evacuation center sa Marikina. Marikina Mayor Marcy Chudoro announced this on Thursday. Nasa Barangay Barangka Elementary School yung patient na mag-positive sa rapid antibody test at confirmed ng RT-PCR test. Nung dumating siya sa evacuation center, magaling na siya at nakalabas na nga ng ospital. Pero parang isang araw pa lamang nakakalabas. Yung pala, isang ospital pa lang ay uh, nasabi na sa kanya na positive siya. Kaya nung magpunta siya sa, ano, sa evacuation center, uh, sa health declaration, nakita ito at uh, Nung uh, tinignan, may symptoms nga, kaya agad-agad natin siyang inalis sa evacuation center, nilagay sa quarantine facility. Ang patient ay asymptomatic and may comorbidities. Siya ay inilipat sa isang hotel where he will self-isolate for the next 14 days. Marikina officials were able to trace 13 close contacts of the patient at sila ay tinest along with members of his family. All results were negative but just to be safe, Marikina started testing the other evacuees in Barangka Elementary School at that time. Inuna nila yung mga matatanda at may mga comorbidities in the evacuation center. As of yesterday, six evacuees tested positive sa rapid antibody testing and they were transferred in a testing facility where they will go another test, RT-PCR naman. Around 15,000 people are still in evacuation sites in Marikina. Mayor Marcy says they will administer regular rapid tests and that they have deployed additional contact tracers in the evacuation center. But this is just Marikina. All over the country, more than 180,000 people are still in the evacuation centers. Maraming salamat, Josa Quinones. Now here's an interesting story, Rob. Nagulat ako sa angle na to eh, nung pinadala sa akin ng isa sa mga advocates of safer roads, no? Yung bilang daw ng casualties sa dumaan ng bagyo ay halos kasing dami ng number of fatal road accidents. Totoo yan, Inday. 125 casualties have been reported by the NDRRMC from Typhoons Quinta, Rolly, and Ulysses while the number of fatal road incidents since March 15, when the lockdown began, is 119. Mark Casillian tells us more. Robbie, Inday, I've been driving since the lockdown started at nakita ko yung drastic na pagbaba ng mga gumagamit ng kalsada. 
So, medyo nakakagulat nga that the number of fatal road accidents during the lockdown reached 119 nationwide. At base ito sa data ng Department of Transportation at World Bank, mula sa kanilang app na tinatawag na Driver. Ito ay short for Data for Road Incident Visualization Evaluation and Reporting. Attorney Tony Salvador from Ideals tells us more. Hi, my name is Tony Salvador. I'm a lawyer by training and profession. So right now, I'm connected with a couple of organizations. But on road safety, I'm connected with Ideals as one of the board of directors. Actually, there's this app called Driver, and it's accessible online at roadsafety.gov.ph. It's a collaboration between the DOTR, the Department of Transportation, and the World Bank. So it actually has filters that would allow you to take a glance of road traffic incidents during a certain period of time and across a certain region. Since the lockdown started in mid-March of this year, they had recorded 119 fatal road incidents. Because of the lockdown, one would expect the road traffic-related incidents to go down, but unfortunately, not by much. The occurrence, unfortunately, is still quite often. Last year, 409 na fatal road accidents ang na-record ng driver app. At bago nag-start yung lockdown noong March, 24 incidents na ang na-record nito. Maraming mga nakikitang factor sa patuloy na pagtaas ng road crashes. Isa na rito ang speeding. Dahil nga mas konti ang mga kotse sa daan, may tendency ang mga motorista na bilisan mag-drive. Pero ang isa pang factor na nakikita ng grupo ay ang pagdami ng mga gumagamit ng delivery services. There's one theory which goes that there are a lot of delivery persons working right now because of the loss of jobs in other sectors. Many of them are not trained for these kinds of jobs. And because of quotas and the desire to, I guess, earn commission and, and earn money, which is not bad actually, they tend to ignore safety precautions. They tend to push the envelope. And, you know, try to drive as fast as possible, get to the next client as fast as possible. So, yeah, so they're not used to this. Also, if you'll notice, in the Philippines, drivers have this very, very bad habit. When they see a pedestrian crossing or trying to cross, the more they will try to speed up, totally unacceptable in uh, modern societies and developed countries. Usually, we blame jeepney drivers, tricycle drivers, but that's, it's true all across socioeconomic spectrum. Ideals and its partner organizations, Imagine Law and Mind the Gap, continue to advocate for road safety laws. Isang bagong batas ang pinirmahan noong 2019. Ito ay ang RA-11229, or the Child Safety in Motor Vehicles Act, na nagre-require ng car seat para sa mga pasaherong ages 12 and below. Here's Attorney Tony again. Recently, the Department of Transportation issued implementing rules and regulations. The law provides that all children 12 years and below while traveling in a private motor vehicle should be secured in a child car seat. At the moment, we are in the grace period. There's no penalties yet. The actual full enforcement of the law will start February of next year, 2021. There are exceptions. So if the child is at least 4 feet and 11 inches, or 150 centimeters. They can sit in front, of course, use seat belts. Maraming salamat, Mark Casillian. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, but this week, we mark World 
toilet day. We take it for granted, but sanitation is still an issue, a very big issue here in the Philippines and in many parts of the world. According to the Department of Health, 50.3 million Filipinos, that's nearly half of our population, do not have access to safely managed sanitation services. And half of them, 24 million, use limited or unimproved toilets or none at all. That's nearly one in every four Filipinos. Wow, Rob, naalala ko yung joblessness report, ah. yung halos kalahati ng populasyon, tapos halos kalahati rin nung kalahati na yun. That's definitely a health concern. We know that poor sanitation puts people at risk of getting diseases. That's not a theory, that's a reality. Lalo na yung mga bata. Save the Children Philippines has raised concern on the thousands of children in poor households and remote areas exposed to diseases like diarrhea and other waterborne ailments. Well, if you remember, Rob, yung polio, di ba? Last year, we had reports of that na matagal na tong nawala eh. Tapos biglang, it's back. Environmental samples taken from the sewage in Manila and the waterway in Davao had traces of the vaccine-derived Polioviruses. Jonathan Valdez of Save the Children Philippines says addressing the problem of access to functional toilets and eliminating open defecation will require a change in behavior and practices on poor sanitation and hygiene. Advocates and health experts have also been saying and been saying this many times in the past. Let's hope that this pandemic will serve as a wake-up call for officials to address the issue once and for all. Now let's end the week with something light. SpaceX launched four astronauts this week. They are headed for the International Space Station. Three, two, one, zero. This is historic. It's a landmark mission for NASA and SpaceX because it is the first fully operational crewed mission that is carried on the back of a private enterprise. And it's an exciting mission because, among other things, it promises to make space travel and space transport much, much cheaper, opening the horizon for more missions to space. The Crew-1 team is slated to conduct all sorts of experiments also, of course, during their six-month stay on the International Space Station. At yan po for this episode of Teka Teka. Now, bago tayo magtapos, alam nyo ba kung ano to? Follow our page Teka Teka for more news stories and Puma Podcast for more updates on our new podcast. Muli ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. At ako si Inday Espina Verona. Teka Teka, like Puma Podcast is available on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, or kung saan man kayo Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by our executive producer, Kat Ventura. It was edited by Mark Casillian. With reports from Diosa Quinones and Mark Casillian, maraming salamat. Thank you. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.